irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on LA Talk Radio. Ownership Experience is brought to you by TaylorMade Stallions, California Chrome, the great California Chrome, as well as Midnight Storm and Mishawish. And not this time, standing at TaylorMade Stallions. Book your mare today. Call Travis White, 859-396-3508. It is Tuesday, November 5th. This is the Horse Ownership Experience. I'm Billy Koch. I am the founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. This is your official Breeders' Cup recap show. I have with me, as always, from Place Unknown, Places Unknown, Michelle Yu, who I think was the hardest working person at Breeders' Cup. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, thanks, Billy. I appreciate that. You were everywhere. You were on top of everything. <laughs> we are going to go through, we're going to go through each race. We're going to go through our picks, where we were right, where we were wrong. But... What is, but we have crying. We yeah. do have just just for a second. We uh we we have a gymnastics issue today, and okay. so we were just getting done, and we are uh, heading back home. But it's literally uh, three tenths of a mile from my house, so it won't last long. Okay, it's no only problem. very minor crying. Before, before we, we get, get it, yeah, I was gonna say. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I want to say before we get into it and go through the Breeders' Cup races and our picks and the whole thing, which I'm sure you're on top of. Um, what was what were your top three favorite moments from the Breeders' Cup? Okay, my number one favorite moment was honestly watching Bricks and Mortar overcome the trip that he. Oh. And everything that went on in that race and how he finished, okay. uh, like watching. You're breaking up, Michelle. We can't hear you. Well, we've lost Michelle, so I'm sure she will be back soon. Um, Not believe how good Matoli looked. Okay, so Michelle, we didn't hear you. We heard bricks and mortar number one. Matoli two. Matoli two, and who's three? And I'm a little torn on three. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Okay, so like I had, I loved Iridessa, so like I had a huge play on her, right. and so it was really exciting that she won. Um, and that race was actually really cool too, because like when they turned for home and Vasilika was so close, I'm like, oh my god, is she going to close out her career with a Breeders' Cup win? But this, this would be amazing. So like I was, <laughs> I had no bet on her, but I was like right. cheering her on. I thought it was just a cool finish, but it wasn't like a horse I had been like say watching and following. Right. Um, all week. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say maybe the Brittany Erton moment 
I thought you would. That's one of your favorite moments. But I guess no, I no. You know, I honestly, I, I, I didn't even like watch that race live because I had okay. to get my eyelashes fixed. So I listened to it and didn't even get to watch it. Um, and it was like <laughs> such a race that I, that was like the one race I didn't like because I wasn't obsessed with Dennis's moment. I'm not like a huge eight rings fan because I didn't like his last work. So for me, I didn't love that race. So it was just kind of like a meh race. I yeah. actually loved the juvenile turf sprint. Yes. Uh, that was like three. one of my favorite my races. Number three is, my number three was four wheel drive. Yeah. My number two was Vino Rosso's performance in the classic. I just thought he was awesome. Okay. And my number one was Matoli. And I'll tell you a quick story. So my sister who listens to the show, Emily, who you're very good friends with, um, she loved Chancelot. Okay. And so she was, I mean, when they turned for home, she was screaming, yelling, love Chancelot. And I was with my friend, Mike Shavari. We call him Chio. And we were standing there and all Recently of a sudden, married Chio. What's that? No, recently no. Recently no. married, right? Oh, it, recent wasn't the one daughter. His daughter. Oh, oh. I was. I thought like he got remarried or something because no, you no. guys were all at a wedding. Oh, my bad. Well, but we had this great moment where we kind of looked at each other, and at the exact same time, we said, "Here comes Matoli," <laughs> <laughs> and and it went on. We kept saying it for probably five minutes, like after he won, and my poor sister was just the brunt of that. Here comes Matoli. Like, it was awesome. It was awesome. Wow. It was a great Breeders' Cup. Uh, the Little Red Feather Horses, although we did run well in the Twilight Derby, succeed and surpass second. Mirth, we're going to get into that, I'm sure. Uh, Secret Spice didn't fire with a rough. Let's go through, if you can. You want to just start at the beginning? Are you able to? That's always to? a good place to start, Billy. And then usually when you come to the end, you stop. Yes. So let's, <laughs> let's start with Friday. The first Breeders' Cup race. I'll just leave it in. So other things. Hold on, wait. I I I yeah. literally have to turn my iPad back or my uh, those races back onto my iPad because I had to close them all out after the race. So one okay. second. Well, I can start and just give you. Well, like, do you remember who we, who you picked? Oh, I know. I took some four wheel drive. Let's see. Because I I four wheel drive. Where is my drive, iPad? Drive. Um, I, so I liked four wheel drive in there. Actually, I was trying to beat Kamari, who I wasn't a big fan of, and I loved Chimney Rock. And so I, I was just waiting for him to win the race, but it ended up okay regardless. All right. Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint right, went four wheel drive. He's a bay colt by American Pharaoh at a fun fair owned by Breeze Easy LLC. And the breeder, breeder was Glenvale Stud. Uh, trained by Wesley Ward. Congratulations, four-wheel drive in a in a just dominant wire-to-wire -wire effort. Probably for the jockey of the week too. Irad Ortiz Jr. We should mention him. So, do you have? Did you get our picks yet in that? Okay, so you picked band practice. I thought that was my long shot. And I picked Alligator Alley, and you had four-wheel drive. Yes. Right. Okay. Band okay. practice ran last. Okay, so I won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next race, the next Breeders' Cup race was the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, um, won by Structor for Chad Brown. My pick. You had that right on, owned by Jeff Drown and, and Don uh, Rachel. 
uh, bred by three chimneys, structure by Palace Malice out of a Miss Always Ready by More Than Ready with a uh, really, really good performance. Interesting, if you look at the chart, at the half mile pole, he was sixth. And by the three quarter pole, he had dropped all the way back to 11th. Um, had a beautiful trip for Jose Ortiz Jr., who was patient. Billy Bats, 55 to 1 for um, Rockingham and Peter Miller were second. And Gear Jockey at 67 to 1 was third. So a um, little disappointing, but from Arizona in the race, who was the two, two to one favorite, had a little trouble. I Jack- don't know why you guys all liked Arizona, though. I said that beforehand. He'd never turned any direction, he'd only run straight, he'd only run short. I mean, like. I don't. I just don't know why everyone hammered him. I was so. I said that in you our. You win preview. that race. You win. You instructor. One I know. <sighs> All right. Let's move on. The Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. I grade should be keeping one. track though of who. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Well, I we're just keeping track. That anyway, the winner was British Idiom, who the whole week we called ourselves the British Idiots, which I thought <laughs> was funny. The winning owner, Michael Dub, Elkstone Group, Stuart Grant. Madikit Stables and Bethlehem Stables. Uh, breeding owner, Sext- uh, Hargis Sexton, Sandra Sexton in Silverfern Farms, trained by Brad Cox. This was a great story. This filly was purchased by Liz Crow for, I believe, $40,000. She's mm-hmm. by flashback out of a Mr. Segaguchi mare. Um, what a random pedigree that is, huh? It's very random. And this filly just really um, wore down Donna Veloce, who um, I... Who came I, back, I, right? Like Donna Veloce back, was passed, came was... back. She ran her eyeballs out. Yeah, I just, it, it just felt to me, and, and I'm not saying anything that you couldn't see with your eyes. They were crawling home, a um, little disappointed in Bass, a little disappointed in Wicked Whisper, who um, who dropped back late. She, Bass pulled she just needs to be a miler, I the distance isn't good for her. You could be right. But um, great run for British Idiom. And congratulations to those connections, Brad Cox and the whole crew. Um, let's move on to Friday. Race eight was the juvenile Phillies turf. This was won by uh, a filly named Sharing. She's a Spikestown filly out of a pleasantly perfect mare. She's owned by Eclipse Thoroughbreds and Gainsway Stable. She was bred by Sagamore Farm. Thought she was very, very impressive with a perfect stocking trip and a great ride by Manny Franco. She's trained by Graham Motion. And, neither uh, one of us picked her. <laughs> neither one of us picked this filly. Um, we kind of, I think I probably went Euros in here. I think the best horse in the race might have been Albania. Um, she went off at five to one. She was way, way back. In fact, she was dead last when they turned for home. Ended up getting beat by just over two and a quarter lengths. And I thought she was, she just had a really rough trip. But that's what happens in these large fields, Michelle. Right. That's exactly what happens. And congratulations to those connections. This is a 14 to one shot. This was a tough one to get. Well, it is just very cool because she's by a Breeders' Cup winner out of a Breeders' Cup winner who, her, who herself is by a Breeders' Cup winner. So very cool for sharing. Great job. Great job by sharing. Great race. Um, we move on and we mentioned this. The, this we should spend a little time on this. This was the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, and this was supposed to be the, you know, the best two-year-olds in the country getting ready for the Triple Crown next year. Uh, ultimately, the winner was Storm the Court, who held off a new door. Um, Storm the Which Court, which was Christina Blacker's pick, by the way. Forty-six to one over twenty-eight to one, and Wrecking Crew for Rockingham. Which was my my pick. My pick was Wrecking Crew. 39 to 1. Storm the Court paid $93. The exact for a dollar paid $488. The 50 cent tribe paid $1,900. And the race kind of changed right away when Dennis's moment stumbled very badly at the start. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Did you see the picture that Alex Evers posted with all of the uh, kickback? I did not see that. Uh, it was a really cool picture. Um, little disappointed in eight rings. No real excuse there. He was right there and just tired. Um, impressed that Storm the Court was able to take over early with the Dennis of the Moment stumble. And congratulations to Flavian Pratt. Uh, you know, he proved that he could ride with the best of them. He had a great weekend with this win and several good seconds, including Basilica that we'll talk about soon, but congratulations to X line border racing, David Burnson, um, Susanna Wilson and Dan Hudock, and especially to trainer, our good friend, Peter did a hell of a job. And let's not, you know, a new door was making his second career start. First time on dirt, never trained on on dirt. Yeah, first time on dirt. Congra- I mean, Blaine Wright and uh, Peter uh, Redekop. Now, mm-hmm. did you, and you knew that um, we pinhooked that horse. Oh, that's you had mentioned that actually. Yeah, four hundred eighty thousand, uh, son of Medagliadoro, um, and we pinhooked him last year. So it's really nice for Solana Beach Sales to now have a horse like him on the Derby Trail. Come good get your job. Solana Beach sales. That's Friday. Some really good uh, pinhook horses. Yeah, we've done we've done re- really well. Um, let's go to Friday. If you want to uh, just briefly Saturday. Talk about, I'm sorry, Saturday. If you want to briefly talk about the Twilight Derby, which was a Grade Two before the Breeders' Cup, was run by uh, won by Mo Forza, who's owned which by which I Mark bet Farm. by the way. What's I that? actually hammered the Exacta in that. Good. Uh, which paid amazingly. And I also used more Forza in my pick threes along with Succeed and Surpass. But if you guys had won, I would have done really well too. But I was happy to include more Forza in all my stuff. I hear you. Uh, Mo Forza has traded now. They've run against each other three times. The first time Mo Forza beat Succeed and Surpass, Succeed and Surpass came back and beat him. And uh, now... Uh, they have turned the tables once again. It'll be interesting to see both of those horses in the grade one Hollywood Derby, which comes up at the end of Delmar. Uh, All right. So the Philly Mare Sprint, yes. neither one of us actually picked Kofiefe on top. We didn't because she was on the rail. We thought she would struggle from the rail. Oh, and like so I give him that? Dumb. We were dumb. Let's face it. I was just thinking because it was a three-year-old, I was looking at some of the older mares that we're going to run better. Well, they didn't. Uh, I thought I was very, very impressed with Bellafina, who I've not been a big fan of last um, this mm-hmm. year. I thought she really put in a game effort to run second again, Flavian Pratt, but Kaveffi, and you've seen all the tweets and everything this week with the whole um, uh, mistreat Trump by thing. Donald Trump. And I think yeah. it a lot of attention. Congratulations to winning owner LNJ Foxwoods. The breeder was Alexander Gross Thoroughbred, rider Joel Rosario, and and Brad Cox with his second Breeders' Cup win. Michelle and I butchered this race. I believe we <laughs> come dancing, who was we no, did. no factor whatsoever. We sucked there. <laughs> that was dumb. All right. Uh, well, we could turn the page on. to the turn yeah. sprint. Yes, Breeders' Cup. Now, in in the past couple years, there's been one trainer that has dominated this race, and his name is Pete Miller. And once again, he, for the second straight year, I believe, or he didn't run one two last year, but he did at Del Mar. But he runs one two. He's won it the past two years, regardless. Yes. Belvoir Bay, who I absolutely love. It was my pick? Yeah. Was your pick? Yes. I didn't even remember. She goes wire to wire, 15 to 1 with Javier Castellano. Ohm ran on for second, both both trained by Pete Miller. Winner Gary Barber, who refuses to come on our show. He gave me an interview. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. 
did you say anything that he refuses to come on our show? I told him that. I was like, we you interview? <laughs> I'm like, but you won't come on my radio show. But come on, this is for Breeders' Cup. And he gave me a pre-race for War of Will. Oh, that's very nice of him. I, I have so many disappointing horses in this race. I don't know what happened. I have to go back and watch it. But Eddie well, Haskell. Can I tell you this? I well, I didn't. I didn't think Eddie Haskell was fast enough, right? I like Shaky Shabazz, and yeah. I played an exacta with him and Belvoir Bay and Ryan. I like um. I love um. Um's gonna win, and that fucker killed my exacta. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just used the f word. Sorry. Okay. I was so I've been upset. And starting throughout the whole show. That was the exacta only paid one hundred and thirty-four dollars for a dollar. The try paid eleven hundred for. <laughs> Well, uh, I could have had the try if I'd listened to my husband. Well, uh, congratulations to our friends Gary Barber and Pete Miller with another Breeders' Cup turf sprint, this time with the Philly Belvoir Bay, who I believe— He actually gave that. me an amazing um, pre-race interview standing at the rail talking about it. He's like, you know, you guys are all forgetting this Philly. She just barely got beat by Blue Point, and if Blue Point was in there, he'd be four to five. hundred percent. We turn our attention to the big-ass fans Breeders' Cup dirt mile— and there was an overwhelming even money favorite in Omaha Beach in this race, but he could not catch, spun to run, no shock here, Irad Ortiz, nine to one, owned by Robert Donaldson, trained by Savannah Farm, um, uh, wire to wire effort. We thought maybe he was a little too slow. Um, I was smart enough to throw out improbable. And I don't. I think my pick was probably Omaha Beach, and I don't even remember who my yes, lunch. your pick was Omaha Beach. And your long shot so was Cole Front. Oh, it was Did Cole. Did he even run in the race? <laughs> he ran terrible. <laughs> That's all right. Mine was Diamond Oops. He didn't run much better. Yeah, no, they didn't run good. You know, Mike Smith had a rough Breeders' Cup. Um, we're going to get to some was other. Was that self-inflicted? I don't know. I just don't know why this horse was so far back. Do you? I mean, it's kind of the same thing they had with Midnight Bizu. I know. We're going to get to that her in a second. It just, she seemed like, I mean, then he circles five wide. I mean, just, mm -hmm. there just didn't seem like Mike Smith was, was raring to go. But anyway, right. congratulations to Spun to Run, trained by Juan Guerrero and owned by Ronald Robert P. Donaldson. Too bad for Omaha Beach, but I think Omaha Beach, he's retired now, no? Or is he move on? No, he's running. He's going to run in the Malibu in the, and in then the possibly in the Pegasus. That would be amazing. like to see him keep running. We move on to the Makers Mark Breeders' Cup, Philly and Mare Turf. Michelle. Um, By the way, I had played Mirth with the scratch of face. I was thinking, yeah. she's lone speed. She could win this now. Well, um, yeah. she, and did she need to go? Home, <laughs> Yes, she did, Billy. Yes, she did. Because that is her number one weapon she has is that speed. Who cares? Right. You know what? Look at, remember Precious Passion yeah. and yeah. Little Mike? I mean, all these horses do things like that. And you know what? Why stop them? Why put her on the front and hold her back and let those horses have the advantage? Because, you know, if she's in front by 10 and can kick away, then she crushes. I mean, I think she ran. I think that was the best thing. I hope you didn't yell at the jock, whoever rote her, because Mike did. I hope you didn't yell, yell at him. That was a great ride. I had I, I had a conversation with Mike and I said after I said, Mike, I said, you know, because he said to me, he goes, we were just cruising. I said, Mike, you went 109 and change for six furlongs. And he goes, no, I did. And I said, well, I mean, that's what the clock says. He goes and he said to me, he goes, I'm going to go back and watch the replay. I'm going to hand time it. I know we were just cruising. I don't know why, you know, we just she felt so good and we were cruising. So then I see him like two races later and he comes to me and he goes. Yeah, I think I screwed that up. I think I went a little no, too much. No, I, I a thousand percent disagree. 
1,000% well, disagree. I don't know. I don't know. She Listen, she only got... Look, if she, here's my deal. Like, here's my deal. If she's yeah. four to five in that race and he goes and opens up and she ends up tired and gets you beat, I understand if you're upset. Right. You know, she's 20 to one and you go it's, and you use her number one weapon. Yeah. How well, is that? I, I'm just saying... Upset? I'm just saying maybe he could have been in front by five lengths instead of nine lengths and taken off some of the time and not got and saved something for the stretch. That's all I'm saying. I'm not criticizing Mike Smith. No, because you know, if you've seen her do it before, she doesn't, she doesn't have an additional kick in the stretch. If this is right. Gallup racer, it's a video game and you have your gas tank, her gas tank is generally gone around there. So it's like, he did the best thing I think to okay. give you the best chance. Okay. Well, the winner, let's talk about the winner. Cause the winner was Iridessa. Ridden by who one. I loved we in love this Jane race. Lord. Yes, you we. liked Billiston Brook, who beat her last time. I did, and I was stupid. Joseph O'Brien, owned by Mrs. C.C. Regalado Gonzalez, uh, an Irish-bred daughter of ruler of the world. And this filly ran an amazing race, came and 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 headed Vasilika, who we know how tough she is. What a what an effort by Vasilika. Another runner-up. That for was a crit. You know what? How close she was. I was like, ooh, like. Yeah. You know, she wasn't super far back for her, I thought, in a good way. Yes. Um, disappointing, far, disappointing run from Sister Charlie, Michelle. What do you think happened there? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I have an excuse for her. I don't I don't have an excuse for her at all. I think maybe that, she didn't maybe she didn't like the the West Coast. I think the turf was very hard. And I think um, in fact, I know the turf was very hard because many of the jockeys told me that after the races. It's actually uh, interesting you said that because the uh the Andre Fab horse was it that ran in the Gold Cove the last day? It seemed that that really bothered her. So when yeah. people say they're looking for firm ground, there's a difference between firm ground and like no rain firm. I heard that's. I think that's a great point. Um, but congratulations to Iridessa and her connections and Joseph O'Brien. Joseph O'Brien, by the way, the youngest jockey to win a Breeders' Cup race, and now the youngest trainer to win a Breeders' Cup race. Great note, Michelle. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. And what about Aiden O'Brien? Did he get shut out again? Shut out. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Aiden. Go back. Go back over the seas. All right, we talked about this. So mean. Aiden O'Brien. I hope he doesn't listen to our show. No, I'm sure Aiden O'Brien is not listening. If anybody out there would <laughs> have him listen, that's fine. I, I'm an Aiden O'Brien fan. I just I don't understand why he got shut out. I don't get it. Watch him next year at Keeneland when the ground's a little softer. Um, By the one, way. Yes. Um, I picked Matoli. You picked Imperial Hint. Who was scratched. Right. So I got Matoli. No, you did not. Yeah, because you have that's a second choice. Your long shot was Forenzi Fire. Oh, what a loser I am again, Michelle. I but I love Matoli. Uh congratulations to the Heilbrooks, uh, uh Bill and Kareen, and to trainer uh Steve Asmussen. Uh, this this horse now puts him square. This race puts him squarely in the running for horse of the year. Um, just an awesome performance, stalking Chancelot. Don't uh, when I, he? You know what? When he turned for home, when when Chancelot turned for home, and Matoli was coming down, coming down, and it didn't look like he was going fast enough, and you could see Chancelot hit the wall like four strides from the wire. Right? You could visibly see it, and Matoli like he kind of like looked at him and all of a sudden was like one, two, three huge strides. Like yeah. that was amazing. I mean, like, you I could see you, it. Like he said, I got you sucker. Yeah. So I think he said to Chancelot, but take nothing away. Chancelot, uh, uh, amazingly fast horse. 
Um, but congratulations to Matoli and Ricardo Santana Jr. Amazing that he went off at like nine to five. I thought that was a very good price on Matoli. Uh, but um, just possible horse of the year. And we'll talk about that in a second. Let's move on to the Breeders' Cup mile. Um, I had said I think a Philly is going to win this race, Michelle. I was on God Stormy. Unfortunately, I was wrong. But another Philly did win the race. Head of Plains Partners, Robert LaPena and Bethlehem Stables. Um, what an unbelievable mare this 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 is. Well, what a race the two mares put on. The, the two mares were four clear of the next flight of horses. Yeah. Um, two and a half, two and three quarters. But yes. It felt like they, more they when you're watching them cheering them on. Yeah, and I, I thought it was a really paceless race, which it was, especially with the scratch of Bolo. Um, I thought, and Hey Gaman and El Tormento uh, went out together, and they actually set a really fast pace. Um, credit to Bowie's hero. He ran fifth from the 14 hole. Circus Maximus, probably a little bit disappointing as your um, four to one third choice. But the two, the two, the one filly and the one mare really were the best two in this horse in this race, and they showed it. Um, I thought Joel Rosario moved Uni a little earlier um, and and got to Got Stormy rather than letting Got Stormy really put some uh, distance between the two of them. And I think that was the difference. Rosario, amazing finisher, and he did it again. Anything to add to that? That was an excellent review. No, I do not have anything to add to that. That was very good. Malone Jeans Breeders' Cup Distaff. We had a very heavy favorite in here, Midnight Bisu, who was seven for seven on the year. She went off at even money with Mike Smith. Um, the ultimate winner was Blue Prize, who came off a big win at Keeneland in the grade one there. She is trained by Ignacio Correas. She is uh, owned by Maribel Stable. Congratulations. She had run a good third or fourth. I think she ran fourth last year in this race. They gave her some time off. They brought her back. She was she broke by the from, way. came outside, Michelle, and ran just an absolutely brilliant race. She did. I think another ride that Mike Smith might have had Midnight BC a little too far back and given her too much to do, um, in my opinion. Uh, did you see my pre-race with your trainer, Richie Baltus? I didn't. You did or did not? I did not. I was in craze mode. Okay. So he was his typical Richie self, right? right. But I did ask him, how was she going to turn the tables on Midnight Bizu? Yeah. Which I meant like just favor to not, but like, you know, he told yeah. me they've never raced, but they have raced. Yeah, of course. And he called me out in my in my interview. They've <laughs> actually never raced, Michelle, but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they have raced. So I yeah. just want you to tell them that next time I you see him, they yeah. have raced at Midnight Bisu Beater. And Secret Spice, who's getting ready to sell right now at the sale, they took Midnight Bisu out of the sale. Secret Spice, if you really watch this, if you watch this race, Secret Spice had a ton of trouble early and really got taken out of her game. Johnny V, for whatever reason, had her outside. Street band pushed her, you know, bumped her twice. And Johnny mm -hmm. V just said she just, once she got jostled around, she didn't like it at all and down the backstretch. Although he got her to relax, she really wasn't the same. Um, uh, Ollie's Candy ran a good fourth. Serengeti Empress had the lead and and I thought ran a, ran a bang-up race to be third again. I have no idea what Mike Smith was doing having Bisu that far back. And uh, But congratulations to Blue Prize who turned in one hell of an effort. Very exciting. Let's see, they're on hip 12, <laughs> by the way, right now at the sale. Okay, they're on hip 12. Facingtip.com if you want to watch. Um, Secret Spice sells at hip 175. Breeders' Cup turf, what an amazing effort from probable horse of the year, Bricks and Mortar, who kept his undefeated streak. 
going Irad Ortiz with his, with his third Breeders' Cup win of the day. Clarevich Stales and William Loris. Uh, breeder was George Strawbridge and the winning trainer, Chad Brown, who knows how to get, you know, it's so amazing, Michelle, because they were really worried about running this horse a mile and a half, but he looked like he needed every bit of the mile and a half to get there. Right, right. Well, he did because he had a nightmare of a trip. I mean, did you, I don't know if you watched the first like 25 strides out of the wire or out of the gate and they're coming down the hill. And he is like way up close and Irad takes a huge hold of him and he throws his head right up in the air and like opens his mouth huge wow. and like shakes his head. It's like right as they cut to like the pan view instead of the head on, go back and watch it. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of horses can't come back from that, throwing them off balance well, like did. that. And, uh, and we keep seeing it. Another bang up effort from Flavian Pratt, who ran second with a 50 to one shot United who is our Southern California representative, the exacta paid $68 for a dollar and the try was 219 for 50 mm -hmm. cents. Bricks and mortar. I think horse of the year, Michelle, it's him and Matoli. And I think he's going to get it. Yeah. I think that he's going to get it too. I would have liked it better though, if he had run on the classic, <clears throat> the final race, the breeders cup classic, $6 million guaranteed goes to Vino Rosso. I read Ortiz sweeps the late double his fourth Breeders' Cup win. Winning owner was Rapoli Stables and St. Elias Stables. Breeder was John Gunther and the trainer, Todd Pletcher. Vino Rosso came into this race off a, off a uh, DQ'd uh, second in the Jockey Club Gold Cup. Big favorite was McKenzie. Actually, not big favorite. McKenzie went off at three to one. Uh, second choice was Code of Honor at seven to two. And the third choice was Co uh, Vino Rosso at nine to two. Um, huge effort from Vino Rosso. Congratulations to them. Michelle, what did you think of McKenzie's performance? Oh, uh, well, I wasn't a McKenzie fan going into it. I don't think he wants to go that far. I actually think he ran better than I thought he would. <laughs> I think that uh, Joel Rosario gave him probably the best ride you could ask for. Um, you know, he just, he doesn't want to go on my little corner and a story. And Vino Rosso, I mentioned, had been had physically looked better than almost anybody else on the track leading up to it. Although on paper, I wasn't a fan of his. He looked phenomenal. Mike Rapoli this week was so excited about this Colt. So I thought he ran a huge race. I did too. I really, we liked Vino Rosso. I don't remember. I probably picked And I'll say this math wizard, I think ran fourth or fifth or something. He, he beat fifth. some seriously good horses. And some people were like talking mad smack about Safi giving this horse a shot in here. It's like that horse did not disrespect himself at all. No, absolutely not. Elate goes out. I think that's her final race. She finished fourth. Um, I thought one of the kind of lasting moments from the Breeders' Cup was Jose Ortiz after a late, and he just gave her a big giant hug on the racetrack, and someone captured it, and I thought it was a, a really nice moment. Obviously, um, we haven't brought up the the what happened at the end of this race, and I don't think we even should, Michelle. I don't even feel like talking about it, to be honest with you. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, let's just move on. So you can you can say that we don't want to talk about those things, but I'm just done with it. I'm I'm done with the whole thing. Um, all right. Overall impression. We gave our top three. Michelle, what was were there any other great moments like the Jose Ortiz hug that you saw in Breeders' Cup Day? And and what was our final totals? Um, our final totals are you got three and I got two of our, of our top picks. OK, so I dominated you pretty much. I mean, I guess you could say that way. Sure. Why okay, not? So all those people who voted for you on our Twitter poll. My, I love. 
I loved bricks and mortar at the win at the wire when his ears are just pinned to his head. Like I'm going to do this. Right. I think the Ricardo Santana shot of Matoli at, after the wire standing up straight up like, yes. Yes. Great call. was awesome. Great call. Did you have fun? I know you were working like crazy, but did you have fun? Oh yeah. I mean, I had so much fun. I had so much fun just running around like the whole week leading up to it, the way we did the Breeders' Cup, like breakfast with the work show, like the, I can't thank the connections enough. Like it's one thing for me to like annoy you at the races. It's another thing for me to literally stay at your barn for like two hours a morning and like watch everything you do with the horse and report about it. Like Matoli right now is taking a pee. Matoli right now is getting his tail brushed. <laughs> Matoli right now is walking around. The, yeah, I mean like everything right. that we did, but like no one said no to us. No one said get out. You know, I mean, after works didn't go the right way after, um, you know, uh, horses didn't like a horse got loose. A horse, like when Shecky Shabazz reared up on the track and lost his bridle, like I was back there talking to Jason service, you know, like every person was so open and clear and welcoming and it was amazing. And it made you feel a lot more, I don't want to say involved, but it was, it was very like everybody was very involved in every horse. And I think part of that has to do with the layout of Santa Anita too, where like everyone is funneled to coming under the track in one of these two locations. You know what I mean? So we could really stock people for a good amount of time, but it was tons of fun, even though it was work, it was amazing. And and I, I appreciate every single person that I bothered, harassed, talked to, texted, spoke with, hugged, fed. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, I think it was a great event. I think Sandy did a great job. Um, I, the weather couldn't have been any better. Yeah, it could have been a little cooler. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. Someone said to me, I mean, how about if it was in New York this weekend? It was pouring rain. It was horrible. They really have to just watch the weather because it's it when it's sloppy or and the track is just soft and uh, the turf soft and gooey. I mean, it's just it's not fun. So you could say whatever you want about the racetrack being slow and tiring, but at least it was fair. Everybody had mm-hmm. the same. I thought uh, I thought it was very fair this week. Yeah, I thought it could have been a little bit speed favoring on Friday. I thought the turf was really hard and speed favoring. Um, but as bricks and mortar proved and as uni proved, you could close if you were good enough. So, Michelle, um, we're about to embark on our Del Mar fall meet. What are the exciting things that are happening down here at Del Mar? We have concerts. We have great stuff. Are you involved? Are you doing I, so Tuesday? I'm going to be doing, doing um, the Daybreak in Del Mar, although they run 8 to 10 during the Bing Crosby season. I cannot guarantee I'm going to do every week, but I will be there this opening week only because it is, we don't stay down there. So it's really far and uh, trying to get someone to come and watch my kids in the morning so I can drive two hours to do a two hour show and then drive two hours back (laughs) is not always, uh, you know, conducive to, to great days. So for sure, I'll be there this opening weekend. So if you're around, <laughs> come out and watch. I don't know how many horses will be there training. Um, I don't so we'll think have too to many. See. Yeah. There'll be too many horses down here, to be honest with you. I think San Luis Rey is staying and uh, staying open. Obviously, Santa Anita is staying open. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. how many horses will actually be, be down here. Uh, so opening have- day, though, we had the Catherine Crosby stakes, right? And Absolutely. first first Saturday, um, we have the Let It Ride Stakes and the Uncorked Derby Days Wine Festival. And the uh, concert is Russell Dickerson. 
I don't know him though. And then Sunday is the Desi Arnaz, the Taste of the Turf Club, and it is happy hour, which is half off Del Mar's signature drinks until 2 p.m. I have to tell you, I'm kind of sad the Breeders' Cup is over. We had so much hype going into it. It was a lot of fun. The races were incredible, and I'm so excited already for Keeneland next year. Um, But... Listen, we got to turn our attention to Delmar and Michelle. We'll get someone good on next Tuesday. I will be down here, and um, I really appreciate all the hard work you've put in. People who listen to the show, at Ona Horse is our Twitter handle. Really appreciate everyone like Travis White at TaylorMade and Delmar and Santa Anita who help sponsor the show and allow us to come on and just talk about it and talk about horses. If there's something that you want to talk about, any topic, just send me an email, billy at littleredfeather.com. If you want to get involved in ownership, we can do that too. Here at Little Red Feather. Michelle, anything else to pitch? I don't think so. When will we see you? When will you see me? Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know, Billy. Oh, we miss you. Okay. Oh, that's so nice. Well, we did it. We did it fast. We did it in 37 minutes. You're the best. And hope everybody enjoyed our preview last week and our review this week and just loved hearing how I kicked Michelle's ass in our Breeders' Cup. <laughs> So we'll see you next week. Thank you, Michelle. Bye. Bye, guys. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu, right here on LA Talk Radio.